the daily habits you have, good or bad, turn into what you do with your life. Our daily habits form who we are as moms and business owners. So what are the daily habits of successful people? What daily habits do I need to grow my business? What kind of daily routine should I create and how can I actually stick with it? Those are all the questions I asked myself years ago when I was forming my daily habits and daily routine. So in this episode, we're going to learn how to use these 10 daily habits that I have created to hit your next business goal, whether that's hitting your first or next 10K month, filling your calendar with ideal clients, or retiring your spouse from his nine to five. These 10 daily habits led me to 10K months in my business. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Welcome to episode eight, 10 daily habits that led me to 10K months. I feel like this should have been episode 10 with all of those tens. <laughs> so I created this episode because I love hearing about habits. Maybe that makes me a weirdo, but it's so fun for me to peek into other entrepreneurs' days to see what's working for them and what's not. So if you're like most of my listeners, you have kids at home, maybe a full-time job, all while you're trying to grow your business into your full-time gig. And hearing about daily habits and what you, quote, should be doing can trigger some serious eye rolls. But most of my listeners are also really serious about their business growth. And my friends, these daily habits are the foundation of that growth. So before we get into the 10 habits, I want to share the review of the week from T Wom123456. <laughs> she said Tavia connects and encourages. Tavia has an incredible way of communicating with and encouraging women who are passionate about growing their birth photography businesses. Her expertise in her own business has made her the perfect person to learn from and run to for support. And now a podcast. I'm so grateful that Tavia has been able to speak into my life and lift me up as a mom, wife, and birth photographer and help encourage me to continue to pursue my business and work towards retiring my husband from his day job. Tierney, thank you so much, so, so much for that sweet review. I read each and every review. They always put a big smile on my face. I'm just so grateful that you guys are so generous with your time to leave those reviews. So big, big thank you and big virtual hugs. So just as a reminder, I'm hosting a free live training today, May 18th, where I'm going to walk you through my exact birth workflow and the formula I use to photograph births to get beautiful photos each and every time. So if you haven't already registered for this free training, go to certifiedbirthphotographer.com. Okay, so let's get into the episode. Most creative mom entrepreneurs struggle with creating a consistent routine and daily habits. And if I'm being honest, being consistent with the right actions is the best thing I did for my business. Because once I was consistent with these daily habits, my business really started to take off. So if you've ever felt stuck, 
not knowing what to do in your daily routine, or if you struggle to be consistent with the daily routine, then I created this episode to give you very specific action steps on what has worked well for me. So a quick word about habits. For me, the things that I'm going to talk to you about, when I say daily habits, I don't mean that they literally happen every day. When I say every day, I really mean most days. And I don't want that to sound hypocritical, but I just want to be honest and say that there's some days that I miss it. And then I just get up and do it again. So these are the things that have worked for me. You're allowed to listen and say, nah, that one won't really work for me. Or, well, that one might work if I tweak it a little bit. Like this is not gospel truth that I'm saying right now. These are the things that I have figured out that worked well for me. And I just want to encourage you with them to listen and pick up on things that might help you. Okay. So let's get into my 10 daily habits that led me to 10 K months. Number one, getting up early. And if you're one of my students, you've heard me talk about this before. (laughs) I do my best thinking early in the morning with a cup of coffee when everyone else is still asleep. Sometimes this means like 5 a.m. Sometimes it means 7 a.m. But I know that the habit of getting up early sets my day up for success, which in turn sets my week up for success. So what does this mean for you? especially if you do better thinking at night when everyone has already gone to sleep. Well, dude, work when everyone has gone to sleep then. If getting up early sounds terrible, like don't do it. If it takes you 45 minutes to feel like you've even woken up, then don't do it. The key is to figure out when you work best and what will set your days up for success. Even if you don't want to get early up early enough to work, what about just getting up early enough to sit quietly with coffee and a book or to scroll social media before the kids are up asking you for things? I remember when my kids were little, the worst possible way for me to start my date was with them tapping on my arm asking me for something. Like I knew that about myself. And so I fixed it by getting up earlier than them, even if it meant five minutes earlier than them. So at least I could just sit there and kind of wake up before they were asking me for things, you know? So what about you? When can you work uninterrupted? And I know that might kind of be like a luxury that some of you don't have, but you know, can you involve grandparents? Can you involve a friend to hang out with your kids? Like, in the evening or early in the morning or whatever. Like the key to this for me was having uninterrupted work time. That's what getting up early meant for me was that I knew I could work from about five to eight and not have anybody interrupting me. This was back when my husband was in his nine to five. So getting up early is a daily habit that helped me tremendously then. And it still helps me tremendously now. The second daily habit that led me to 10K months is writing down five things I'm grateful for and my 10 goals. Again, this is one I preach hard to my students because it's really made a big difference in my life. I've been doing this since around 2016. And like I said, I don't do it perfectly every single day, but I do it most days. So I want you to just let go of this idea. And we're going to talk about this in another point, but I want you to just let go of this idea that you have to be perfect. And if you miss a day, then just like, ah, forget it. I'm not good at this and I can't do it anymore. Right? Like if you miss a day, just pick up and try to do it the best you can the next day. That's the biggest lesson that I have learned when it comes to these daily habits is if I miss a day, keep going, like pick it up the next day. 
So when I take about 10 minutes to write down five things I'm grateful for and my 10 goals, it allows me to simultaneously be grateful and content for what I have currently, while also looking ahead to what I'd like to see happen in the future. So y'all may or may not know this about me, but I love the Enneagram and I am in I am an Enneagram three, which is achiever. And the achiever is almost always looking ahead to the next goal, like to a fault, the next task, the next milestone. And I know for me, it's really important for my mental health to always look around at what I currently have and sit in gratitude for that each day. So like I said, by writing down the five things I'm grateful for and my 10 goals, I can do both. I can be grateful and look ahead at the same time. I can be grateful for everything I have and plan for the future. I love what the Oprah Winfrey said, be thankful for what you have and you'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never ever have enough. I have this written on my vision board in my closet to remind me of this every single day. So the first habit is getting up early. Second habit is writing down five things I'm thankful for and my 10 goals. The third one might seem silly, but it's make my bed. Um, When I was thinking about the things that I do every day, this one definitely came to mind. Like this is one I really do pretty much every day unless I'm like sick or just stay in bed all day or something. Um, But I make my bed and I never used to make my bed. I don't know what it was, but now I do every single morning and it makes me so happy. Like it just makes me happy to walk into my bedroom, especially now while most of the world is still in some sort of shelter in place order or quarantine or whatever. Um, Like I'm in my house a lot more than normal. And it just makes me so happy to walk into my room and see that my bed is made. Like, it's just like starting my day off on the right foot. Similar to getting up early sets my day up for success. I feel like making my bed sets my day up for success because it's just like one good step that is followed by multiple good steps throughout the day, if that makes sense. So number three might seem silly, but it makes me feel productive and motivated and happy. And that is making my bed. Number four is read my Bible every day, even if it's just like the verse of the day on the YouVersion Bible app. I read my Bible every day, even like I said, if it's just for two seconds, because it focuses me on what's important to me and what matters. So this is kind of starting to like show you what my morning ritual looks like, because these are all the things, really a lot of the things I do every day. My daily habits are a lot of morning time things, but the gratitude journaling, the writing down my goals, the getting up early, making my bed, reading my Bible are all parts of my morning routine. And sometimes they're quick and sometimes they're not quick. Sometimes I have the time to, you know, linger a little bit longer and read a little bit more or write a little bit more or whatever. And sometimes it's fast, but I know that doing those things is so important to me. It's so important to my faith. It lines me up with where it aligns me, where I need to be going so that I know what I'm going to do with the rest of my day. Number five, we talked about this a little bit before. The fifth habit is for consistency, not perfection. And this is not like necessarily a task, but it's something that 
um, I've had to teach myself as a recovering perfectionist that is more important for me to be consistent than it is for me to be perfect. Guys, I am like vowing to have a podcast episode release every single Monday. And that is a huge thing for me if I'm just being completely transparent, because there have been a lot of things that I in my life have started and kind of peter out with, or I'm inconsistent or try to show up or whatever, because I am paralyzed by trying to make it perfect. And when I'm trying to make it perfect, then I procrastinate it because I, you know, it's not perfect yet. So I can't put it out yet. So then it just gets pushed to the side and it never gets done. So you know, each and every word of this podcast, every single second might not be totally perfect, but instead I'm focusing on showing up consistently every single week with something that is going to help you or put a smile on your face or motivate you towards retiring your spouse from their nine to five or quitting your nine to five. So consistency over perfection is a huge daily habit for me and just about everything that I'm doing right now. So for you, that might look like just showing up just showing up on social media or showing up to your email list or on a blog or starting a podcast. Like how can you just show up consistently and let go of trying to be perfect and be there? Just show up. Consistency doesn't mean that you have to post or share something every day. I think that that's a common misconception is like, well, I can't post on social media every day. Consistency doesn't mean you have to post every single day. It can be one time a week. Consistency just means that you have a schedule and you're sticking to it. Like I said, I used to think being consistent meant I had to be perfect, but it's not true. I can be consistent, miss a day or a week or a month and pick up again. Keep going. It's when we are paralyzed trying to be perfect that we procrastinate. And honestly, guys, consistency is the main number one thing the number one thing I see my students struggling with. And I know if you can become more consistent, you'll hit your goals faster. And I think a lot of you can relate to what I'm saying about trying to be perfect. So if you can figure out how to let go of that, I really think it's going to, I know, I don't think, I know because I've seen it in my own life, it's going to accelerate your growth. So number five is consistency, not perfection as a daily habit. Number six is creating a clear plan of action for each work day. So I write down my big three, quote, big three each day. And this might not be the first time you've heard this, or maybe it is, but I first learned this from my mentor, James Wedmore, and he encouraged me to write down my yearly goal. And maybe you've done this, then break that down into a quarterly goal, then break that down to weekly goals for the quarter. Does that make sense? Then once you have that weekly goal, you can break it into tasks for each day. That just feels so light and manageable to me. Like, I don't know what it is about that, but when I can see my yearly goal turned into my quarterly goal, turned into my monthly goal, turned into my weekly goal, turned into my daily goal, it makes my yearly goal seem so much more achievable. So that's one thing I do every single day is create a clear plan of action based on my weekly goal, based on my monthly goal, based on my quarterly goal, based on my yearly goal. And I write down the top three things that I need to do to achieve that weekly goal. I hope that makes sense. Um, I'm running two businesses full time. Like I have a full time photography studio and I have a full time online business and I have a team of seven people, including myself and contractors, plus my husband and kids. So I know that it's pivotal 
that I make the most out of my working hours. And I know that you have a similar story too. So creating a clear plan of action for each workday. If you are a student inside of From No Bookings to Fully Booked, or you're a student inside the Birth Photographer Certification Program, I gave you access to my 2020 goal planning the 2020 goal planning workshop. And I break this down in a lot more detail. I highly encourage you to go back and watch that um, or watch it for the first time if you haven't already, because I really break down all of these things that we're talking about and how you can achieve them. Okay. Number one was getting up early. Number two, writing down five things I'm grateful for and my 10 goals. Number three, making my bed. (laughs) Number four, reading my Bible every day. Number five, striving for consistency, not perfection. Number six, create a clear plan of action for each workday and write down my big three for each day. Number seven is practicing Sabbath. So I used to think that Sabbath for me as a believer just meant not working on Sundays. Like that's what the Bible talks about. So I just thought like, oh, Sundays are Sabbath. Don't work on Saturdays. They might've actually been Saturday, not Sunday. I don't know. I just thought it was one day where you didn't work Sunday, but God showed me that Sabbath is happening daily. Sabbath is just, and whether you believe in God or not, you can sub in, you know, whatever your belief system is, but this is, these are my daily habits, but practicing Sabbath is daily, just trusting him to provide, even when it feels like I'm not working hard enough. And that's in quotations, quote, not working hard enough. Working more and harder and harder and hustling nonstop does not equal success. Otherwise, everyone that hustled all the time would be successful. And everyone that's successful would be hustling nonstop. And I'm sure you can think of someone who is successful, who works 30 hours a week or takes every single Friday off, or maybe someone who is successful and works like 20 hours a week. Success doesn't come from constant hustle. That means that I am allowed and you are allowed to rest and to trust that everything is working in your favor. I um, took a girl's retreat a couple of years ago. Gosh, I can't believe it's been that long, but it's been a couple of years ago. And um, we talked all about Sabbath and we read the book um, Breathe by Priscilla Shearer, which is a book I highly recommend if you're also a believer. And we just learned all about Sabbath and just resting and like letting God fill in the blanks, like where you feel like you just need to hustle and go and go and go, letting him step in and fill in the time for you when you're resting and how it's actually biblical to rest. So we learned all about that, took several days off of work, obviously, while I was in this girl's retreat and got home and booked two births. Like I had inquiries sitting in my inbox and booked two births literally the next day that I got home. And it was just like evidence to me that Sabbath works like resting and trusting really does work. Like I do not have to hustle harder and harder and harder to hit my next goal. That's just not, I have to work smarter. I do not have to just power through constantly. So that's a big struggle. Like if you're an Enneagram three or you're an achiever type, it's hard for us to just rest. Like we feel like we have to just do constantly, but this lesson of practicing Sabbath, even every day, like I love working. I love working. And that's the problem. I could easily just wake up at 5am and work all the way to 10pm and go to sleep and do it again. Like I love it. But I have to force myself to focus on the other important things in my life. 
which are my family and my kids and my friends and make time for myself. And so that looks like, you know, not working after 5 PM, like stopping working and going outside and hanging out with the family. And, you know, so just looking at what Sabbath looks like daily has been really, really like a powerful habit that I have developed that has led me to these 10 K months. Okay. Number eight is exercise. Number eight is exercise. And I don't mean like killing myself at the gym, but just moving, walking, elliptical, biking, while listening to a podcast. I love listening to a podcast while I'm moving, just getting my heart rate up without always like dripping sweat. I did CrossFit for a long time in my 20s. And I thought that like just going for a walk wasn't really exercise, but Now I'm a firm believer that just moving my body helps me um, feel more energetic. It helps me take a break. It helps me like grow my mind because nine times out of 10, I'm listening to a podcast or an audio book. And so exercise is one of those daily habits that I allow myself to just move for like 30 minutes a day. It doesn't have to always be this like super difficult, intense workout. And sometimes I crave those tough workouts, but most of the time I just want to move. It gives me sunlight, it gives me perspective, and it gives me energy. So this likely isn't a new fl- news flash to you, like, oh, duh, I need to exercise every day. But it's definitely something I attribute to having the energy and motivation and inspiration to hit my goals and hit those 10K months. Number nine is listen to music. I don't know if this is common or not, but music is really big in my house. Like, we listen to music constantly throughout the day. We listen to upbeat worship music in the mornings and the evenings. We have a different playlist that we listen to while the kids are outside riding their bikes or in the back jumping on the trampoline. Um, and then I have like workout playlists. Like music is just a daily occurrence in our house. And it's really good for my mental health to just like sing and dance and relax. In fact, right before I started recording this podcast, um, I would have been like horribly embarrassed if you saw me for some reason, but I turned on high hopes by panic at the disc and like jumped up and down in my room to try to get my energy up because like music is just an integral part of my attitude and my mood. And so my husband came in like while I was doing that and he was like, "Mm, normal, just regular Tavia, like psyching herself up when she's got to like be energetic and do something where she has to speak or talk to people. Like I do that before my coaching calls with my students. I do it before live trainings, Facebook lives, like any of that because music just puts you in a good mood. You know what I mean? So listening to music, when I was thinking about what are the habits that I have that really have affected my business, and that sounds strange, but listening to music really is because it can shift and alter my mood really, really quickly. So I hope that that's helpful to you. Um, You know, like singing and dancing and relaxing, like those are all behaviors and actions that happen daily and help me hit 10k months, if that makes sense, like being in that that headspace. Okay, number ten, block social media on my work computer, and I don't keep the Facebook app on my phone. That is the tenth and final. Hang with me; I have something else to say after this. But that's the tenth and final daily habit that has led me to 10k months because 
it's really easy to get distracted by social media. It's really easy to get into the habit of picking up your phone and clicking onto your favorite social platform. And when what I maybe really meant to do was pick up my phone and text a client or reply to an email or call somebody, then I find myself on Facebook. I'm like, oh wait, what was I doing? I don't know if I'm alone in that, but it's really easy to get distracted, especially on my work computer when I'm like, trying to stay focused. So I completely block social media on my work computer because focus is absolutely how I hit my goals. Trying to multitask or let myself get distracted takes me twice as long to do the same task. If I power down social and literally block myself from getting on, I get so much more work done. So if you have a social media addiction like literally most of the world, I highly encourage you to try this. I have a Chrome extension that blocks Facebook during the working hours, Monday through Friday. And like I said, I don't have the Facebook app on my cell phone anymore to just completely keep it removed. So I hope this episode inspired you and motivated you to look past trying to be perfect, but to take baby steps to create better daily habits, because it's what you do every day that turns into what you do with your life. I would love to hear your biggest takeaway from this episode. Like, what are you going to start implementing? What are you, what, what was your takeaway? Like, what did you learn? What are you going to do next? Because it's one thing to sit and listen to an episode like this and then just go along with your life. But is there stuff you're already doing? Is there stuff you're going to refine? Are you going to add anything? Shoot me a DM on Instagram or tag me on Instagram. Um, I would love to hear from you. I'm at underscore the beauty and birth underscore. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please hit subscribe wherever you're listening. And thank you so much again for leaving the show review on iTunes. I read each and every one and it helps the podcast reach more people. So thank you. And my friend, if you have a passion, it's not an accident because not everyone loves photography or event planning or real estate or graphic design. Whatever your passion is, there is a reason. So what are you going to do with that passion? Get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.